Hey, savages. Welcome to the Savages and Scholars. All right, guys, the podcast has started. And welcome to the Savages and Scholars. I am Miguel, your host host. And I'll let everybody else introduce themselves. Hello, everybody. This is Anthony. Hi, I'm Marie. Hey, I'm Frankie Martinez, Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt. I love that. Frankie has to add that he's a jujitsu black belt I, I, every single I time. Too, I feel like I mean, shit. I feel like yeah. y'all are short selling it. Like it's cool. We're like, okay, n- name yourself and, and something interesting about yourself. Or, so like, what they or what do you do as like, a trade <laughs> or something? I think that that is your most notable trait. <laughs> Not, I not mean, shit. Else. I will use it too, honestly. Mm. Honestly, if I were you, I'd introduce myself as like, "Hi, it's Jacob Martinez, open communist." <laughs> <laughs> Or just in everyday uh, um, interactions, Frankie Martinez, Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt. Like. Oh, that would be... <laughs> you just hand out your business card. That's all it says. Frankie Martinez, Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt. Oh, man. He doesn't respond to just Frankie or Frankie nah, Martinez. I, I won't even... <laughs> I'll just keep ignoring you. It's like guys that have the little like stage name in the middle, like Frankie Black <laughs> Martinez. He's in the ER. It's just like Frankie Martinez. Frankie Martinez. He's not answering. He's bleeding out. He <laughs> get into some altercation because someone did not call him Frankie Martinez Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt. <laughs> His family's there next to him. Like, Frankie, go. He's like, it's not my name. It's not, not my title. My name. And it's not what I go by. I will die without, <laughs> with this name. Just Please, Martinez. just say Black Belt. Just say Black Belt. <laughs> Frankie Martinez is my slave name. <laughs> hey. So, anywho, so it's, uh, should we start with the, what do we start with? Name. I mean, you asked how old we were. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So, why? Oh, so Miguel was sharing food with us, telling us about his steak aju and and, and pepperoni and cheddar. And then the cat was just trying to scavenge whatever he could. And for some reason, I was thinking of um, Smelly Cat from the sitcom Friends. But that might have been before y'all's time. That's why I asked y'all. How oh. old How old were y'all like in 2010, 2008? <laughs> how long ago was 2008? Like 11, 11 years ago? 10 years ago. <laughs> 10, I, I was like 10. I was, yeah. yeah, I was around the yeah. same what, age. 2008? Yeah. 2008, I was like 10. I think, is, was that, is that when Friends was, do you know, Miguel? Is that when Friends was big, 2010, Friends is big now. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't see know, the man. hype. No, Friends is really big is now it? because of Netflix. Yeah. Oh. Like, our generation, like, they they have, like, watched all of Friends, like, countless times. But I've read, I've read somewhere they were saying that Friends, well, compared to other sitcoms that came out later, that really Friends is garbage. And, oh. I, and it's hard to argue. Like, How I Met Your Mother... Awesome, awesome sitcom. No, that's also garbage. I mean... You're garbage. You're garbage. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that it's complete and utter garbage. But it is. It, it is, is yeah. You know, it's just the kind of thing that you're like, you know what? I don't want to even think to think. 
All right, please enlighten me then. There's what, what there's are, a lot there's a lot of what's uh, better than those two? The Office. The Office. Okay, you can't yes. compare The Office to to but it's they're a two sitcom. different That's styles. Very different factor with Olive Garden. <laughs> right. Like, like can't do it. Like if one's one's authentic it. Italian. Okay. <laughs> Olive Garden. <laughs> No, not gonna lie. Like I thought for real, like that was the most authentic Italian, <laughs> like cuisine you could get. We've all been there. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. We've all been there. You know what? Here's what it is. There, there's like a level of snobbery that comes up as you grow older. Mm-hmm. You know, you, at first you're younger, so you're like you, you kind of accept this. Because if it's good food, it doesn't even matter where it's from. You like know? you're good with Jack in the Box tacos yeah, or something. I mean, yeah, if, if you know? the tacos are good, you know, like. Like and it that's so so like right now food seems to be like split off into like two, and you know there's like the obviously the commercialized foods right you know which is like the chains and then you have like the other side which is like like the street tacos right mm-hmm. yeah. like yo-yos, hot dogs here in Houston mm-hmm. it's a known place it's actually like you know it, it gets Snapchatted a lot. You know, it's always popping. There's like a really long line for that. Especially because it's right next to Barbarella, right? It's usually by Barbarella, no? Um, I usually see it in Rice Village, so I'm not 100% mm. sure. I don't know. I feel like a lot of my drunk friends go and have some after they go out of that club. Barbarella. Yeah. Is that... <clears throat> is that... That's not... Where's that at? Uh, the Midtown area. Okay, it's, it, it's a young a, club, Frankie. I've been there. <laughs> There's no jean jackets there. allowed. <laughs> no jean jackets allowed. <laughs> what? That's how they tell Janet. <laughs> so don't you know how much jujitsu black belt? <laughs> no jean jackets allowed. They should still. just let you in with that, like no cover, like they don't have to check your ID or anything, like nothing at all. I'm you, just a jujitsu black, black belt. Jujitsu like, black belt. Show my IBJJ. Hi. Oh. Oh, look at that. It's Scientist Janet. Scientist Janet. She got to science coat. coat. She has a, a coat nice. and then some, like, boots. <laughs> you know? Yes. That's what I usually count as for a scientist. If you're not kind of quirky, then you're not a fun scientist. You're not using it right. You know, I used to watch, I don't know if you guys remember this cartoon, Dexter's Laboratory. Yes. yes. That made yeah. me want to be a scientist. Really? Like, growing up, I was like, I want a scientist. I want a lab. Like, Mom, we need. Can you build me a lab? I need an extra room, like a hideout room. Mm-hmm. I just got back from the lab. Ooh, nice. She's a real scientist. Here, please tell us more. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, but going back to the food thing, um, I really feel like we definitely are doing us a, a disservice by putting rankings on on foods in terms of if it's a food is good then it's good right it doesn't even matter where it's from but there's some food that's good than other food yeah good can be so subjective because something can be really really good to you and then some other for another person it could be like not good trash yeah Yeah, it just if someone has trash taste buds then you can't do anything about it like some people don't like whataburger and it's sad it's sad that they don't (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Most of my life, I didn't like Whataburger, and, then, and that was sad. And I'm glad yeah. you're in a better place in your life now. I, at some point, I just came to appreciate a simple, well-made burger. There you go. You know, it, there's nothing fancy about it. Like I don't even go to Whataburger and have none of their other offerings. I just get 
just a burger. Exactly, you know? it's home. Yeah. You know, you just you just you just want to be home sometimes. <sighs> Take off your shoes and sit, eat a nice, real meat burger. There you go. <laughs> what That's all about. <laughs> Did Janet want to take off her shoes, but she didn't know how to do it without making any noise. <laughs> so she noise. It's okay. It. It's she made it She's a hardworking the... woman. Let no, her she be. She made it part of the play. I thought it was kind of cool. I'm just saying we're slacking. Now we're slacking. We're Cash. slacking. We need better transitions. <laughs> we need better transitions. Next one. Okay. So, <laughs> not the real meat of the show. All right, because this is a post-Houston uh, Open episode. <clears throat> no, it's not? I'm kidding. <laughs> Janet's just going to get up and walk away. How did you know I was about to do that? <laughs> All right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> right. Like, the whole conversation before she got here, she could have chimed in, and then she gets here in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Um, when it came to what you guys did to prepare for the tournament... And I guess this only applies to Frankie, Miguel, and I. Um, <laughs> did you guys have to cut weight? Like, what did you guys do to, like, prepare for that Should stressful Sunday? Of course, go first. Okay. <laughs> Black belt, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, what I, what I did, and, well, I've been doing this, uh, this, what do you call it? Fasting? Yeah, intermittent fasting. <laughs> um, Very light. Light intermittent <laughs> fasting, but I lost 15 pounds, so, you know. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's, that's nothing to laugh at. That, that's what I'm aiming at is a slow, steady, progressive weight loss. Because in the past, I've lost like 20 pounds in two weeks, or, or but it was just... Normally, when you do something that hard, you just end up bouncing back. Not only do you bounce back, you gain even more than yeah, what you lost. Yeah, because it's so restrictive, and, and you're just all the time craving things that once that that hurdle is over, that the tournament, you're like, I have no reason to restrict these things from myself anymore. Yeah, and then you like, tend to go overboard afterwards. Uh-huh. Tell me about it, guys. That's the, that's the same exact thing I'm following right now. Like, Have you been eating a lot more now? Oh, yeah. Uh, not only have I been eating more, I've just been like, care to the wind. <laughs> All those years of hard work, who cares? But, but that's, but that's, that's not so much because the tournament's over. Just more, or is that, or is it because also you didn't get the results you wanted? Or oh uh, no, I'm not. I'm not stress eating. But <laughs> okay. By the way, uh, I lost the tournament, guys. I mean, I think. I yeah, did. it didn't. It, it, it didn't go our way, right? Yeah, things way. happen. But um, also, like now, I'm I'm not trained. Like I didn't, I haven't trained yet this week. Yeah, and, I want to show off about that too. But it's only Tuesday. <laughs> but, but that that's a that's a long time. Compared <laughs> to what I was doing last previously, last week, the week before, I feel so unproductive. Like I tried to do things today. Because I wasn't training, and I still feel like I didn't do anything with my life. Mm. Literally, like. Uh, is so this? I is like, this? Sorry, is this the first time that you felt that way when you don't train, or is it specifically because of the tournament? No, I feel like that a lot. When, when I start getting in a pattern, and then I break it, I feel that way. Like if I don't go to Saturday comp class, mm-hmm. 
I feel that way. Got you. And then like, and it's like it, it, it might not even make sense, but I feel like if I do Saturday comp class and I like eat a lot, I don't feel as bad. As if I just ate a lot and that's it. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's what I was doing most, most just training consistently, uh, intermittent fasting to, 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 to lose some weight. And that was my preparation. What, what about you, Miguel? Um, for me, um, I, I was, it was, this one's been a little bit weird because, um, I started preparing my like intake of food like within like a month and a half before and I've never really like you know started so what I consider to be late usually I try to do it like two months so I, I went ahead and like did that like within a month and a half like like a, a month and one week and then like I just started to be real strict with what I was eating and then in terms of like going to train I would train all the time but uh you know, I was just training like three times, and I was just like, this is not good enough. So, uh, last the week and a half, I trained like every day. Um, in terms of how I feel afterwards, I definitely feel like there's like a lull, especially if you win. If you win, it's like, that's like a really high point in that day. And then the rest of the week ends up being kind of like, it, it, it like pales in comparison. To the moment that you were, you know, at your highest moment, you know, it was like, um, the way that I could would describe it would be like, it's like your everything goes down into one moment in time mm-hmm. where you have decided that this is what you were gonna do, all of the all the things that go into that, you know, you you do it, and then like it executes and it works, then it feels really crazy. Um, I mean, it's only for like a splash of a second, right? So it's just like while they raise your hand and then you go get your medal. Even at the even at the medal podium, it is not as good as a moment right after you know that you won. And yeah. there's like a two to three second period where it's just... The nice. week after, let's say you win a tournament, like a, a big tournament or whatever, do you feel like a little depressed the yes. couple of days after? Definitely. Yeah. There's, like, there's, like a, there's, yeah. like a, there's like a lull afterwards. Everything seems kind of gray. Yeah, it seems to be like that for a lot of people because I remember like hearing uh, Tyson Fury talk with Joe Rogan after like he, you know, he had like this big boxing career. He won like the heavyweight championship of the world, and then he just went into this whole spiral of depression afterwards. He gained a bunch of weight. He was like doing a lot of drugs, so almost common. killed himself. So weird. Yeah. Well, like, I think even, it, even with the yeah, I mean boxers. NFL, you see, you heard that about like NFL athletes because. I used to be into football, and, and I'd hear, like, those guys would gain tons of weight also. And it's weird. Drugs. It's like you have, like, you reach, like, the pinnacle of your career and achievement, and then, not, like like you said, nothing else pales in comparison to that. Like, everything is just beneath. You feel, it, you, you can't reach that, that level again. It's weird. And it's only seconds. It's only seconds. Yeah. That, that, moment, yeah. that moment that I'm talking about happens... Like I like it happens within the whenever the bell rings or you make the submission, right? To whenever they raise your hand, mm-hmm. like that has to be like maybe ten to you know five to ten seconds uh, of like feeling complete because you know you won, everything's there. That was the moment you're kind of celebrating. You may point, you do whatever it is. You're like, this is what I was working for, mm-hmm. and then you like then you go pick up your medal.
Right. On the loss is a <clears throat> is similar, uh, but you know you obviously don't go pick up the middle. Right. You let someone else do that. So, so what did you do to prepare, Marie? Um, well, I kind of did a similar thing like you did. Like, but I started maybe a month before. I just started eating a little bit less or eating well, eating a lot better, because it's not that I I normally don't eat well like i'm not eating like uh super unhealthy but i just started eating healthy period like and going out doing being in school working i would either you know i'll make my own like juices at home i'll drink that in the morning then i'll eat between like maybe 11 in the morning and 4 p.m and then after that i wouldn't eat anything i would just drink water i didn't like I just drank water the entire month that I was cutting for uh, for weight, especially because I went down to a division that I'd never been in. So you went a lot lighter. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I cut down from light, which is one forty one point five, to feather, which is one twenty nine point zero. Wow. Yeah, and for me, cutting weight is not that easy, and I'm not like. I, I've never been like super super big and I've had to cut down a lot but this time around it was a little harder because I felt like I was kind of like disappearing and I had some people that were close to me that were telling me like wow you're so skinny but, but yeah yeah for sure they don't get it yeah the other people don't get it I think the second after we walked out of the tournament and i walked out with my parents and my brother my mom was like okay now you should go eat and i was like i've been eating and she's like no like you look really really skinny my dad's like yeah you're skin and bones and it's like for me that day went well even though i got third which is huge because i've i've competed in ibjf multiple times and this is the first medal i get under them and um and i i performed really well for the past two years of training that I've been in there so I was proud of myself but then like those comments just like brought me down so quick because I cut down what I did I put the effort to be where I needed to be I worked on my anxiety and this is like after a week of me dealing with a lot of stressful traumatic scenarios that happened in my life and like just commenting on my weight the way that some people did didn't help me and i feel like now after after the tournament i just started eating super bad again like just awful and today has been okay like i i started off pretty well like i kind of didn't eat that much in the morning i drank coffee i ate a banana but then like later on with the astros game that's going on like all I did was eat pizza, eat wings, and drink beer. Eh. I mean, no, it feels fucking good to drink something that's not just water, but it's also like, yeah, man, like I put in all this effort for a month, and I could keep doing that. But I mean, it, I think a more measured format should just be adopted afterwards, like after a tournament. Yeah, I, I think, um, I think that just you know maybe doing like a Mardi Gras type event. And then you're like, all right, that was it. Yeah. Back to being cool. 
Right? That's <laughs> that's where Mardi Gras are, right? Mardi Gras literally stands for Fat Tuesday. Yeah, you know. So people go and drink and eat and And party. They're like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it all. Bring out the cocaine. You know, it's just (laughs) (laughs) that's what I told myself after every tournament. (laughs) That's my that's my number one. Shit, I don't need a tournament for that. Okay, so that was preparation then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but that was also afterwards. Um, yeah. In terms of the comments, um, I really don't think uh, it's that big of a deal because, like, I think that happens with anybody that's changing in some kind of way. The people around you, they see it, and then they just don't know how to deal with it. They're outside looking in. Yeah. And- yeah. It, it happened to me. It happened to Janet as well. You know, we both lost a lot of weight. And, like, my parents were just like, you always look sick. Yeah. I, ironically, I probably look more sick right now. But <laughs> that's because I'm actually sick. But, you know, Janet also, her parents always tell her stuff. You know, she always get, like, disses. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I think it just happens. I think it's people just don't want to let go of the image that they have of I you. think it's people feeling a bit more insecure about what you're doing and how they're not doing it, too. It's like they see you doing something and, you know, to you, it's like a big accomplishment that you maybe lost weight or gained weight or whatever your goal is. And then someone else sees that and they like they live a certain lifestyle. They're not doing that what you're doing. They maybe get a little bit insecure. So they have to project that out and say something about your appearance in order to like make it feel like they're normal. And you're the one who's like doing the wrong thing or doing something abnormal. You know what I mean? It is. It is insecurity, and 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 what you're doing is outside of the norm. Mm-hmm. In that, most people watch sports events constantly and and do things associated with that, like drinking beer, eating pizza, and that's a weekly thing, or or, or more often. So bad diets, uh, inactivity, that's just the norm. Um, so when you're not doing the norm, it looks weird to people. Yeah. Um, but people don't think about what's associated with that, what sickness is like. Like my wife will tell me, oh, it seems like something's always hurting. Because, you know. Something is me. always there. <laughs> it seems like you're always hurt, you know. Why don't you not train? I'm like, if I didn't train, then I wouldn't do anything. And then I'd be suffering from diabetes or something. Then something so, would really be hurt. His soul. <laughs> yeah. Right. My doctor saw my ears and she was like, don't you use headgear or something? Like, don't you protect yourself? I'm like, I mean, we could, but I didn't. I what I wanted to tell her was like, no, it makes you a pussy. And that's yeah. what I wanted to tell her, but yeah. I couldn't just no, be like, no. headgear is pointless because it comes off. You know, you, no, yeah. I, headgear does work. I've, I've seen a lot of people wear headgears over the years. No, it does. But like, um, I just think it's it's one of those things where like, you you wear it because you care. Do not look that way, but I also like in jujitsu having ears like that is kind of a sign, you know, that you do jujitsu. Some yeah. people really want them; like they work so hard to try to get it. Yeah. I never wanted and, them. And, it, and it's a sign that you get triangled a lot. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. It's a sign that you get ear trauma. That yeah. you get banged up in the head. That's what you should have said to the uh, to your doctor. It's like I just want to bang, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you like excuse me. Yeah, how do your cauliflower ears happen, Anthony? 
Like, do you remember specifically when it first started or like? Yeah, it happened after the tournament. Or it happened in a tournament. Like, I shot for a double leg and like we went down and like I pressed my head so hard against like the guy's side, like his thigh or leg, whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, I remember like finishing that match and I just felt my ear just like thumping. It was like pounding and I was like, going on and i felt it and i felt like a big cauliflower there and i was like what the fuck is this and then like i didn't know how to deal with it so i like i like i left it like that for like maybe a good four or five days you had to come out to your parents (laughs) (laughs) i just don't know how to deal with it it was it was so bad. Like, I didn't know I had to, like, go and drain it or anything. No one told me anything. Did no one, like, look at your ear and be like, bro, like, No, they saw help? my ear. They're like, nice. That <laughs> oh, was my it. God. I personally don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> you it, take that. It's well, a good thing you don't have it, Miguel. Yeah, I have very small ears. So I think it's uh, my surface area where this would happen. Very little. No, so I mean, once it happens... So <laughs> she's like this relationship down the drain <laughs> just for that shit others. Like, I, yeah. I, I've never been able to get them I got mine in I got mine like six months in or something like that like quick that's yeah. I mean, crazy like, it was terrible I'm, I never wanted them in the first place I'm on nothing honestly that's the only reason I kept training is like I can't have these ears and not and not, and not, not know <laughs> you're like oh I just started jujitsu, but you know I got this so guess not yeah uh, I don't need my black belt I don't need to be like Frankie no. it's fine. funny though cause you'll see people like l- like look at you and then they'll like you, you know you know that they know you know and then maybe they'll come up to you and say something like hey you train what do you do you wrestle or whatever like I I I was uh, when I went to uh, I hate bringing, yeah I hate bringing that up all the time. Hawaii. He when went I to Hawaii. This, I met this dude. Um, I had to go find myself. I, honestly, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a, that was a plot of your indie movie. It was. I'm making a whole movie on it right now. And when I went there, I met this 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 dude, like ex football player, wrestler. Oh wait, he, wait 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 wait. Let me let me see. Let me just set the tone of the story. Cause <laughs> please don't. <laughs> <laughs> it was nighttime. It was under the stars. We were drinking a couple beers. Uh, I mean, yes, or or. Oh God! <laughs> what I was thinking is just you're going out there to go find yourself. You just like I just need to see who I am, who I really am from the inside, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> this is after a cauliflower year, of course. <laughs> you had to come out to her, and she did not take it well. So you just left for Hawaii without telling anybody. Exactly. You just left. You ran away. <laughs> To see, you know, this football-looking dude who's going to swing the big kahuna. <laughs> swing the big right? kahuna. What is going on? No, it, well, it's just like a, you know, it's like a surfing competition that only happens every 100 years. And it just so happens that Anthony happens to stumble up across this football player who's also doing it, who is his antagonist. That's where I'm thinking the story's going. Right, Please continue. Continue. I don't even want to continue with the story anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think your story's better than mine already. <coughs> no, please continue the story. <gasps> no, but long story short, he just saw my ear. He's like, he's like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, jujitsu. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, I figured you're not a wrestler. And I was like, why? Wow. He was like, 
you're too chill. Jiu-jitsu dudes are, are ch- always chill. Like wrestlers are always like aggressive and mean. That's true. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. I, well, I I've met like two wrestlers, so I mean they they've been nice people, but I mean, like what's is that is that I'm an actual sure. is that the actual stereotype for them? Yeah. I oh, think wow. so. Yeah, being tough is part of the wrestler. I don't know, it's myth. part of the mentality. They, they have a certain walk. Yeah, they got but. a swagger. <clears throat> They're not throwing up the shakas all the time. Yeah, and they were like, "You're too chill, man." But whenever that wave comes, we know you. <laughs> we know you will deliver. <laughs> so then, during, I mean, is there? Any, no. So wait, wait, wait a minute. You said long <laughs> oh story God. short. How much the, longer could that story be? I rode the wave. <laughs> you owned the wave. I owned it. I also did learn how to surf there, just FYI. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were definitely you the know, underdog. Like, how, going to Hawaii wasn't a big enough flex. Like, oh, I just learned to, you know, surf over there. Y- did you? I did. I, I learned how to surf there. Is it? Was it your first big wave? No, it was like a tiny little wave. It was, <laughs> it wasn't anything good. Was it the best place to learn how to surf? Uh, I'm sure there's better places. I don't then know. It was like it was a good place. Then the thing that's synonymous with surfing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's a better. Well, place. you know, there was probably better places financially to go and do it. Like I could have gone to California, or, I don't know, Florida, whatever. If I'm on a you budget, have to go find Costa yourself. Rica. I had to go find myself. That's yeah. that's the whole. Thing. <laughs> you went to go learn how to kick down trees with your bare hands. Oh my god. <laughs> so were you like? So that was your preparation. Now you're in the middle of the tournament. Like, is there any like revelations you had about yourself in the middle of the tournament? Like, did you find yourself this past Sunday in the middle of Cyprus, or, Texas? Or yeah. Did you, or did you just figure some things you needed to 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 learn to do better at least? Or I I figured that I'm very like impatient. Okay. Um, mainly because I go in, I'm ready, I'm there, like. 15 minutes before the division starts, I'm warming up and everything. I go up to the where the actual mat is, and the coordinator's like, what's your name? And I give him my ID. He's like, oh, okay, you stand back here. And I was like, okay, cool. And I'm like, in my head, I'm getting ready. My anxiety is like there, but not as much. I'm hyped. I'm like, I'm like okay, this is, I'm going in. This is what I'm going to do. 45 minutes later, oh. I still haven't fought. <laughs> And that was because I got a buy in the first fight, oh. and then the girl that was supposed to fight first never showed up. Uh, Did I know that? No. So I was very confused as to why um, Eileen, one of the girls that trains at one of our affiliate schools, has already fought twice, and I'm still there, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she's like, you, you're fine, you're fine. And, you know, I have my dad, I have, like some of our teammates telling me like you're fine you're gonna do great like oh do this do that i'm like yo just shut up like don't don't talk to me about anything because i'm just trying to wait like i'm just i just want to go at that point i just yeah i was like fuck i i want to i just want to get this out of the way and go eat like i was starving i was dehydrated that happens a lot people don't show because these tournaments people are coming from everywhere and like plans fall through and like there was supposed to be five people in my division and ended up being four Really? Because somebody didn't come. Somebody didn't show. Yeah. Happens a lot. Oh, that sucks. (laughs) Because I can't relate. Um, No, my division is always stacked. Well, you're you're an adult. Like it's always more stacked than adults. Yeah. Yeah. 
because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like with the females, it's it's gonna be it's not gonna be. They're not adults, you know. That's the thing. They're females. <laughs> they're wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Frank, I didn't know you had that stance. First a communist and now this? Whoa. I'm just saying, if it was back like <laughs> colonial <laughs> America, you know, women would be considered a whole person. This yet, is America. Hey, what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is, are we doing, are, we, are you three-fifths compromising women right now? <laughs> no. What I'm saying is adults is normally, you know, the young guns, that, those, those are the ones who normally sign up in mass. Those studs. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. testosterone's at an all-time high, naturally. High. Not, 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 not sometimes, sometimes unnaturally. <laughs> not through steroids. We're not going to say that. Anyway, that's for another podcast, but, but you're, women, you're saying... Women and older people just don't sign up in large numbers as adults. I feel like I fight every... As like, every girl that adults. I fought has been in the same division since I started competing like i don't know yeah you do fight your generation it's something that i've actually learned as i've been going like uh um and it's something that pablo told me once and i didn't really understand it um pablo my teacher and uh <laughs> your professor my, my hey he teaches me as well all right your senpai yeah senpai it's senpai kohai relationship for sure <laughs> all right so <laughs> our number one fan Yes. Shout out to Pablo. Shout out to Pablo one more time. <laughs> we shout him out every time. Every single episode. We do some crazy name dropping for Pablo. Anyways, so I was there with Pablo Silva, <laughs> and uh, and he de- he definitely mentioned that you fight your generation. I thought that was kind of interesting, but I never really thought about it until like I I noticed that as time is passing by, I am fighting the same type of people. And like the same people, people. Or yes, it's almost people? it's almost the same people. Okay, it's like like you do see the same guys that you're gonna be fighting uh, over and over within, because they're all the competitors are within your area, right? So, and you just see them more and more. Now that doesn't mean that you're gonna not fight new people. I fight new people most of the time, but there's always like, I always recognize certain people because everybody competes a lot. So, so Marie, then you feel like you need to just relax more, like before leading up to. I think she needs a hype matches. man. I think she needs better hype man. Because the anxiety, I'll tell you, I think everybody feels some degree of anxiety right before their match. Yeah, I, I agree. I just, I already struggle with anxiety since I was younger, so that doesn't help. And the adrenaline gets gets to me in a very bad way depending on how i am that day like on my way if i'm stressed if i'm like hungry if there's something that happened uh recently that's affecting my mood this tournament is probably the best i've done but the series of events that happened before that weekend like were just the complete opposite and I am still too emotional to talk about it in detail, so sorry to whoever's listening. But um, it's it, it it messed me up for a while. I'm still dealing with it. Anthony is, you know, you know, like he he kind of saw it firsthand, and he was a great support to it. So were my parents. But it that situation 
helped me a lot and it helped me I guess like overcome the anxiety that I had from the tournament because I already had you know I was dealing with something bigger than just fighting a, a girl in a mat you know kind of it, puts things in perspective yeah I mean like it 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 gave me peace in a way and then I did get annoyed because I wanted to just fight and get it over with like I feel like most of us feel at one point but you know it's it's it was good I know what I need to work on now and bagel's trying to eat the pepperoni. <laughs> no, no. So what? What do you need to work on? Can you share that with us? I. But I Well, Miguel told me that I need to put my steps together when it comes to certain movements that I'm doing. Okay. Um, because I tend to break things down instead of just making it one thing. Oh. And I need to match my hips more to. Well, find the direction of the hips to make sure that they're not passing me. Not like passing guard, but just like getting ahead of me, get being a step ahead of me. Um, and as, aside from that, like just I know how to manage my anxiety a lot of, a lot better now. So that helps too because, yeah, you know, so. if, if I can manage it, then, you know, screw it. I'm going to fight whoever gets in my way and that's... That's at, what I at want. At this point, you, you can only go down from there, right? Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> it can only get worse. Isn't um, it supposed to be it can only get better? No, I mean, not, in terms not of, in this like, book. in terms of anxiety, <laughs> I, was I, was, I was saying in terms of anxiety, anxiety can only go down from there. Oh. Being at the point where it's highest. So if the, I guess if it's the, the number is N, is N minus one. <laughs> course we suddenly started doing math and my brain was like what i used to do a lot of math jokes whenever i was doing stand-up comedy and nobody would like them i <laughs> but i would love doing math jokes they were my favorite math jokes right. did, did those always bomb no not always okay <laughs> but you know where they do bomb they bomb at diablos which is in third ward oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> hosted by ali sadiq a black comedian who is very, very, like, uh, you know, like, uh, animated. And everybody there was, like, killers. It was just a whole bunch of, like, really good comedians. And then somebody comes in doing magic. <laughs> <laughs> They're all talking about things that are relevant to each other. Miguel's like, get your calculators out, guys. I got for you. <laughs> Have you guys Man, ever seen eight zero zero eight? Type it in. Eight zero zero eight five. Even Turn better. Around. Even so you better. Get that so Miguel, tournament day. How did that go? What What do you feel like looking back at it? What I don't even remember the tournament day anymore. It's behind me now. Can I share something I noticed? I'm a new person now. Can, can, <laughs> no. can I share something? We in with that old shit. <laughs> so I show up at the venue, um, and I'm getting mentally ready, and and I see everybody saying hi to everybody, um, checking with people. Hey, did you go? Oh, you didn't. Oh, you did. Oh, cool. You got a medal. Great. You know, just chatting. And then I see Miguel, and in his hands he has nachos. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Because <laughs> before that, Miguel's just so um, disciplined with his what he puts in his in his temple. 
You know, then I see him, I see him eating nachos. I'm like, that's not him. I'm like, Miguel, what's going on here? A ramrod. That's what it was. <laughs> what's going on here? And he's like, oh, I lost. And I'm eating nachos. <laughs> Paraphrasing, of course. There, there were pretzels. There were pretzel bites with cheese. Oh, that's even better. That's even better. I was judging you with the nachos. I was like, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were very delicious. <laughs> I cannot say anything about them being nutritious, but they were definitely delicious. But, yeah, um, it kind of filled up a hole. But I was, I felt but that. Can you, can you kind of shed some light on what led up to that to point the, where like hey give me some pretzel bites ah, but put cheese on it well the, it came with the cheese oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I was just like the, what's your saddest meal <laughs> wait they wait. didn't have any KFC five uh, five dollar bowls cause that's a sad meal does do you what are, what is everybody's sad meal actually now that we're talking about sad meals yes well, I actually tend not to get very sad so I oh good for joking. you some of us have depression Miguel <laughs> yeah well I mean I just deal sad with it meal. differently you know like um uh, uh, anyways but <laughs> to the actual sad meal because <laughs> I mean I I was a little sad and there was a meal there so but um. I, I went into the tournament into this tournament uh, and I really wasn't all that worried and I don't know why and I feel like that's the thing I'm gonna address as I'm as I'm going forward just to put a little bit more emphasis like whenever I lost whenever they raised the other guy's hand you know like I was just like remember this remember this remember how this feels I hope we remember you know calculator bring out the calculator <laughs> Write down the date <laughs> <laughs> on this day. I declare uh, bankruptcy. <laughs> but it was just a moral bankruptcy, so it was okay. Um, so then at that moment, I was just like, well, uh, everything's done. Um, I, I'm glad that it's over. I'm going to go get something to eat because I was really hungry. And and I went to the place and then I, I asked I saw, I was gonna get nachos actually, <laughs> but they were six dollars. Wow! I wasn't, I wasn't really? that sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, you know what? I'll take it down to just, you know, sadly, <laughs> sadly and amused. <laughs> so I, I I asked for the pretzel bites and they were delicious. How much were they like? Four dollars. Oh, nice! So you saved two bucks there. Yeah, <gasps> that's good. Uh, but then I spent the rest of the, uh, I I spent money on drinks. I drank like four sodas. Yeah. Jeez, man. <laughs> yeah. I never drank soda. I had a sip of Coke today and I almost vomited. Like it, it's so like syrupy. That's because I was Coke. You should have had Fanta, don't you wanna? Oh yeah, <laughs> man. Those Fanta commercials like helped me through puberty. Growing <laughs> up, like all those like Fanta, Fanta, what you wanna? Like all the Fanta girls, like man. How I wish I help you. You know, were you like in a? In a it dark just pushed moment? me over the edge. In a dark moment, <laughs> you were like... They pushed you to where you needed to be. They yeah. Put, yeah. I was like, I'm definitely a grape guy. Like, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I can't remember. I think it was the grape one. Like, because the way she looked, I I drank exclusively grape Fantas. Uh, my mom was like, what do you want to drink? I'm like, I, I want grape. She's like, you know what? We only have, like, orange. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I know what I like. I need, yeah. <laughs> have you ever had... Um, 
Uh, banana Nesquik. What? Banana yes, Nesquik? No. Banana, oh. banana Strawberry Nesquik. Oh. It, so there's a couple of them, right? So there's yeah. like Chocolate Nesquik, which is the classic. Regular, yeah. The classic. And then, you strawberry know, then you get the strawberry, which is kind of popular. Yeah. But then, you know, you, you end up going to some foreign land <laughs> where they have this mythical banana Nesquik. And it tastes so delicious. It was my favorite Nesquik. But every time I would talk to people about it, they'd be like, what? <laughs> I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never think. heard of banana Nesquik. I've, I've seen it somewhere. It's not in this country. Is it Mexico? Is it- it, uh, I mean, I've had it everywhere. I've had it here as well. But uh, I, I mainly had it in Dominican Republic. Mm. Oh, that's the foreign That's the foreign land that you're speaking yeah, so of? Yes, I mean, I'm talking about, like, I had to travel. So, so I, after the tournament... Miguel, did you just go straight home and do homework, or you, <laughs> you know, I had I have a lot of homework that I have been that. just putting on the stall. Um, no, I, I didn't go home. I went to uh, eat at this cantina thing place. What was the name of it, Janet? I get it as Mexican food or Mexican. Like the job is just y'all two, or did you go with any teammates or anything? Or no, it was just us two. Okay, I mean, I stayed to try to coach everybody that I could, and. Um, then after that, I was just like, "All right, I'm leaving," and the, the they still hadn't done the the open yet, so you know it was probably gonna be like another two hours. Yeah. So I was just like, I want to stay with the team because I I want to be part of those activities afterwards, but I just don't have the patience. So that's normally me. Yeah. So then I was just like, I I, I just because I get nervous whenever I'm not doing anything, and it makes me feel really weird. Hmm. Get Wait, do you get nervous? How come? I don't know. I just feel like I need to be doing something. You can't stay still. You got to be preoccupied with something. I feel you. I, I need to be distracted by something all the time just to keep the yeah. demons from eating away at my soul. Yeah, I can't but, let the horrors of reality get to me. Exactly. <laughs> what is this? We're living in a, in a fucking ball that's going around the universe. Or universe? What is the universe? You know, if you think about it, it's just a whole bunch of dots. Miguel, has that TV ever? Have you ever sat in front of that TV and watched something? <laughs> no, I, I rarely watch things. Like I get that vibe. Like that TV's probably never been. Turned it looks on. brand new. <laughs> yeah, right. it looks brand new, but it also looks like ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably ten years old. <laughs> oh, man. Well, like we don't normally sit in the living room and watch TV because you can't stay still. Well. Maybe I don't know. I, like even whenever we, even whenever we used to eat, we would sit there and watch TV on the laptop. And I'm just like, can I just like eat without watching something? Like without having to, can I just eat just to eat because I'm hungry? Right. Like I don't want to be doing something else besides what I'm supposed to be doing. And then whenever we're sitting here on the couch, like we're just relaxing and talking. And it's like I don't want to watch TV. Like. I've been I've been preoccupied with everything all day, and I don't want to be preoccupied by the TV too. Like I just need time for myself. Yeah. For my brain to just <laughs> to just like you know clear yourself. I I think I got the same problem. Like when I eat, I always try to like put something. It's like everything when I eat, when I drive, like moments that I should be like focusing, f- not focusing, but like relaxing. I still, for some reason, need to keep my mind occupied with something. I need a podcast in the car or, like, a YouTube video in the car so I can listen to and keep my mind occupied. Or when I'm eating, I need to listen to something or watch something or something like that. Yeah, that's actually one of the big, like, um, so... 
the millennials have always have been accused of being like the lazy generation and the generation that doesn't really have very much to deal with but like our problems are like way crazier our problems are like our problems of surplus and yeah right and, and like those problems are really weird because like how can you i mean whenever you don't have something it is easy to tell that you don't have it but you kind of know what your situation is but whenever you have like the problems of surplus it's really hard to know how to you know deal with it it's like um I mean, I just can't think of the last time that I spent, in you know, like, whenever I woke up and I didn't look at my phone almost immediately. Yeah. Like, those two things are almost synonymous. You know, I like I wake up and I look at my phone. And I kind of don't like that. I, I'm trying really hard to try to, like, sl- you know, trim it down. And, but, <coughs> like, like, I like going to the park, you know, trying to use, like, trying to use life points for life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, but even then, you know, like you, you'll see a lot of people at the park. They're there. They're like on their phones as well, and that's, yeah. that's not bad. But it's just like a problem that I feel like, like it's just being blasted with other information at all times. At no point do you get to get to think. It's like going to a concert or like a music festival, and then having everybody have their phones up, like recording, and yeah. it's. And I'm I'm I've been I am guilty of it. Like uh, two weekends ago, we went to ACO in Austin, and I would take like maybe ten second videos of like any performers that I really really was very excited to see, and um, but I wanted to make sure that I didn't use my phone as often, just so I can remember the experience for what it was, and it was still really hard to do because i i you know like we're so used to just being like okay i want to say this for later and we have it there yeah there's some people that you see like the entire concert they like hour two hours they have their phones up recording like the entire thing and it's like you'll never watch that ever watch it and if you do it's not going to be the same it's yeah your little phone can't capture the experience Mm -hmm. for sure yeah for sure even if you show it to somebody it's gonna look so lame yeah oh yeah please don't show me the video god i know people that like go to concerts like every weekend like they'll go to a rave or something and like they have on their stories on social media just Every two hours mm-hmm. of a concert I'm like i just skipped through all of it just to clear the notification i'm just like i don't no one watches this like why are you, why do you keep doing this you're, you don't even watch it you're like mad while you're watching them you're like god damn it <laughs> i no, hate you this just, kind of content you, you skip, skip through it all concert? <laughs> I mean, you can, but then their notification is still there for 24 hours. I just hours. want to get their if little it's icon like, out the way. Yeah. <gasps> now, honestly, Block I'm, them. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Block. Oh, yeah. You know what, what really got to me? You know on, on iPhone, like, it'll give you, every week, it'll give you, like, your weekly usage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That freaked me out, because at one point, I had, like, 10 hours per day Whoa, of usage. Per day? Per day. I have, like, right now, I'm about to pull it out and tell you. Don't do that. I'm doing it. Millennials. Does anybody does anybody else have theirs? Yeah. Mine comes out to like, I don't know, eight hours a week or something. Eight hours a week? I think. I, I just kind of glance over it. Okay. 
mine was like wrong. mine was like 10 hours a day and i was like how am i using this 10 hours a day that's insane that's for today so that's daily mine's is seven hours seven hours today yeah okay now i do listen to a lot of podcasts on my phone yeah do you do it through like youtube yeah so, yeah i think that's what messes mine up too because but, i i do the same thing i mean that's no excuse right because like even then you're still consuming there's mm-hmm. still a lot of cons- you know it's like a consuming type culture where you just gobble up more information more information forever more. and nothing really sticks no, not at all. Nothing all really right. sticks because you have so much information coming in. You don't give yourself time to process and actually like remember and memorize stuff. We only remember seven seconds or like well, seven seconds think, of something. Consume, seven seconds of what? Like if if we went over, like let's say you wrote like a paragraph in the blackboard that you have. Uh-huh. If you read the first like two, like if you read the whole thing, you'll only remember like half of the first sentence. That's what I mean. Like, there's there's a small amount of things that, like, you'll memorize unless you do a pattern for them. So, yeah. It's like if you do, if you try to memorize someone's number, you have to memorize it, like, three numbers at a time, right? You can't just be like, okay, I'm going to flash it for two seconds and you have to memorize the whole thing. Oh. You know? Like, it's everything. We move so fast because of the surplus that we have, as you were mentioning. And... We don't intake anything from it. Yeah, like, that's why they, um, you know, I've heard people say, like, study for 30 minutes at a time. What's the point of studying for two hours if you're not even going to remember what you just read? Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's really true because, like, I need to study a lot. And I'm like, I dedicate, I used to dedicate, like, if I was off on the weekend, like, all of Saturday and Sunday just to, like, study and writing my, my, my reports and I'm like this is not working because my brain is fried mm-hmm. like I'm coming in on Monday like my brain just hurts mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know like you don't give your brain like that rest to kind of like alright so consume everything consume it and then go back and you know kind of reread it and, and like I guess it's better to just take it in like bite sized pieces because like you said there's a lot of stuff going on there's like so much that we need to do yeah like so much to remember and like, and I even forget to write stuff down. <laughs> like, write it down so I can remember. Nope. So much to do, so much to see, so much. <laughs> you guys remember that song? It's oh, Cambridge. It came da, 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 da. Oh yeah, All Star. That's the one. Yeah. All Star. Fuck. <laughs> we went. How did we get from that to the Shrek movie? <laughs> I mean, Shrek is in everything. It is. It really is. Shrek's love. Shrek Shrek's life. Shrek and SpongeBob. That was actually a really good movie. Like, like the Shrek SpongeBob crossover. Yeah, that was. <laughs> no, the Shrek movies were actually really good movies. Like, yeah, they were. They were yeah. We'll watch again sometime soon. We should do a podcast where we just review Shrek movies. Yes, I'm down. <laughs> That's Frankie's right. over there. Like, what? What's going SpongeBob. on? Dude. You seen Shrek? Yes, I've seen Shrek. Did you not love it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Did you watch it because you 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 watched it yourself, or did you watch it because we were kids? Yeah, it's more of a kids, yeah, because of somebody else type of thing. Mm. Yeah. So it wasn't it didn't come out of your heart to watch Michael Myers and Eddie Murphy, you know, do the roles of a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> so you didn't have like your first experience watching Shrek one in sixth grade, and you were like, oh. 
Yeah. Oh, that must be it. <laughs> the, Y'all were children. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was part of our oh. development. Definitely. Yeah. I yeah. was like, I, was I think I was, I had to be like 20 something or. Really? Yeah. Wait, wait. Like, well. <laughs> Johnny Depp poster on the wall. <laughs> it was Johnny Depp crybaby poster. It wasn't even chocolate Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Did you even watch it? <laughs> I liked it. I thought that that one was kind of funny and interesting. What movie was it? Chocolat. Chocolat. Chocolate. Yeah, Johnny Depp. Out of all the movies that he's been in, like Pirates of the Caribbean, yada yada yada. Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. What I respect about Shrek is that they put some serious. Okay, whenever you watch a movie, you watch it in English. But some of y'all that are multicultural. Sometimes you might watch it in Spanish. Oh. Yeah. And you're like watching Spanish. You're like, this is horrible. Because the, 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 the translations. Sound, the, the translations just bad. Like, if they cuss in Spanish, they might just say, rayos, you know? Or maldición. Dude, you know, you straight up hitting a good spot right here. Yes, that's so, true. So it's, it's almost like it's insulting. Oh, and I get upset when, like, my family members just request to watch it in Spanish. I'm like, you shouldn't alter art. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I actually watched it in Spanish the so first time. So that's what I'm getting to. Shrek was one of the few movies that they put some real effort into translating it yeah. in a decent way. Like they had like Spanish or, or Mexican celebrities do the voices mm-hmm. of the characters. Yeah, that's one of them. And then they infused the uh, Mexican culture into the jokes, kind of like they in the English movie they made reference to nursery rhymes and things like, like that. Like the gingerbread man and yeah. stuff. So so you caught it. Well, yeah. that wouldn't work if you tried to do it into Spanish. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't catch it. So they did kind of Mexican culture infused into it and it, it was great. Yeah, I, I respected and appreciated that. Even though I could not really only do I agree with you, I will go out and say on record that Shrek in Spanish is funnier than Shrek. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. Se lava la carita. Se lava la carita. It's the best fucking yeah, scene in that movie. On social media, of like the the gingerbread scene, the gingerbread man scene. Or like the Muffin Man? The yeah. well, he's talking about the Muffin Man yeah, yeah, in yeah. Spanish. And it's the best. Probably the best like five minutes of the movie. Dang, I never saw it in Spanish. I missed out. Yeah. Uh, definitely try to find clips on it in really Spanish. Did. It's yeah. hilarious. Another one that they also did really good on uh, uh, was uh, Happy Feet. Oh, I love Happy Feet. And, you know, here's, here's something else. Uh, the, the, a little cultural secret. When people speak Spanish... In Spanish movies, they speak Dominican. Wait, <laughs> I'm sorry? Straight up. If you're watching any movie in Spanish, right, that where there's a character who normally would speak Spanish in the English version, that guy speaks a lower class of it, Spanish. Oh, like the little penguins that they met halfway yes, in the movie. They, they are, they're like, you know, they, they're like some kind of like a Puerto Rican. Yeah, like Dominican, the, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. They're so the like, Hispanic penguins in the, yeah, in the English so version. Wow. It's a secret. Yeah, but you didn't know. But now you know. Now you know that in Spanish, there is no difference. It's just, it's just a different type of Spanish that you hear. 
So I'm gonna let you guys on a little secret relating it to Happy Feet. Um, we took like a, a school field trip to go watch a movie, and it was a, like a penguin movie. I thought it was Happy Feet. Um, what it ended up being, it ended up being like a nature documentary about penguins. Uh, March and, of the Wild. I think it was yeah. March of the Wild. Yeah, we went to go watch that. Uh, the whole time March I thought of the it penguins, sorry. March of the Penguins. I thought it was supposed to be Happy Feet. I was very confused the entire time. There was one. <laughs> I was like, wait, when did they start dancing? <laughs> when did they start dancing? There was, there was one scene where uh, I can't remember. I think it was like some kind of bird or something came down and like was like trying to snatch up a baby penguin. It ended up getting it. And from then on, I was like, I know this is not happy feet. This is terrible. I, 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 like, I started crying like halfway through the movie. I was like, there's no dancing. Is this not for children? When am I going to get to hear Elijah Woods tapping? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh I forgot man. Elijah Wood was the, the, like, the lead. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So I actually had a moment like that happen to me, too. Um, I remember that, like, The Bug's Life had come out. And, oh, it's such yeah. a good movie. Oh, yeah, it's such a good movie, right? It's so well lit. Everything's so good about A Bug's Life. But you know what? I didn't see A Bug's Life. Whenever my mom brought it back from Blockbuster. <laughs> was it Ants? Was it Ants? It was Like people, like the ants are dying. Like the ants, yeah. the ants people. Another ants in his hands when it was dying, <laughs> and, and it's just like you know, it's just talking about how cold it was. was what kind of a vertebrae is this? I'm sure it was already cold, but uh, <laughs> it just was not the fun of Bugs' life, right? It wow. was hardcore ants. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was Woody Allen, wasn't it? You could tell the kids who grew up watching Ants instead of Bugs Life. Yeah. You could tell they're just, they're rough. <laughs> <laughs> they're rough. I feel like we have to have a whole different episode just to talk about, like, animated movies. Because there's so many good ones out yeah, there. I remember watching James and the Giant Peach. Yes. And I'm like, that made me kind of uncomfortable. I never watched that. Did he, at one point, like, live in it? He did... But I don't remember it as clearly as I would want. The one that I had nightmares from was uh, Coraline. I knew Coraline. Uh, I hated Coraline. It was but so boring. But I could watch it all the time now. Uh, well, that uh, bitch take your eyes and you were all right. Take so your soul? I don't know. all right, this is this is how this is how we'll know. This is how we'll know, right? So I'm sure Frankie can relate. You know, like there's 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 like a you know a, a teacher. You know, there's like a moment, right, in, in the school <laughs> where, you, you know, like, the teacher doesn't come in fast enough. And you know, everybody's just like, what is going on? What is going on? And you just see, you just hear, like, the cart, click, 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 right? And then it's just a cart with a giant TV on top of it. And you're like, oh, damn, it's substitute day. Oh, this is so great. Oh, man, we're going to get to see a movie, right? Those, those were good days. And it's such a good day, right? So then... They play the Prince of 
Egypt for the fifth time. (laughs) Ours, ours was the Little Rascals. In elementary school, we watched the Little Rascals, like the old movie. We watched that every single year, like at least four times throughout the year. They would gather us in the auditorium and put (laughs) put the Little Rascals on every time. I think one time we watched a, I think some some basketball movie with some kids. Not Airbud. <laughs> it was like a bunch of misfits, and they started like a basketball team, and Martin Lawrence was like the coach. Uh, <laughs> wow. I, <laughs> I you remember that. I was, he, was he playing Martin Lawrence? <laughs> he was basically playing Martin Lawrence as a basketball coach. Martin Lawrence is always Martin Lawrence. Honestly. But yeah, I remember that. It was like back in the 90s. It was like a weird time. Like we would sit down, watch the little rascals. We all had like a little AIDS pizza and jean jackets on. <laughs> <laughs> is, he, is he referencing my childhood? <laughs> oh, wait, that was your childhood. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> I think for me it was Bill Nye. Oh, they yes, always guy. put Bill Nye the science guy. Bill Nye guy. the science guy. All right. Yes. You know what's crazy like about what, like where I ended up like right now, what I'm trying to like focus on and working? Um, ever since... I don't know why I didn't know that I was really into science. Uh, like this... This one year, um, like, me and this other kid got picked to go, like, on a field trip to, like, a hospital. And we were going to shadow, like, a, like a lab tech. And uh, when we were there, like, we grew, like, these cultures in there. And, like, and after we were done growing them, like, we went to go eat lunch and we came back. And we, like, it was so beautiful. It was like a rainbow of bacteria. And I was like, whoa, like, we did this? Nice. I got to, I got to keep it. I took it home. And I showed my mom, and she was like, "Ew." <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. That kind of instilled something in me, like, "Huh, I don't know that we could do that kind of stuff." And like every, like every year that we took a science class and we did an experiment, like I was like, "This is like my favorite part of like the school year," <laughs> is like doing experiments and like even if they don't work, but when it worked, it was like a hundred times better. I'm like, "Oh my god, we did this ourselves! <laughs> this is science like working, like our hypothesis." worked <laughs> and this is where i am now amazing <laughs> oh yeah i love science stuff but i was really bad with projects in general as i've told before <laughs> yeah i remember <laughs> the one with the peanut butter there's a lot of them. there's a lot of different ones um in, in particular uh <laughs> I, I just feel like like science is one of those things where you, where you're like I wanted to be a scientist when I was a kid, and I, only because I wanted to yell Eureka. <coughs> Who? <laughs> Eureka. That's what scientists yell when they... Oh, <laughs> you wanted to yell Eureka. Yeah. I was like, you went where? <laughs> Do scientists or wizards yell Eureka? Which which one? Uh, wizards yell Expelimus Patronus. Not her. Okay. What about Excelsior? Excelsior. Ex- I think that's just um, what's his name from the Big Bang Theory. Sheldon. Sheldon. Really? Yeah, I think he's the only one that I've heard <laughs> that says that. Oh, okay. How long has the show gotten? That we're Fuck, talking about like the Big Bang twelve Theory? years, honestly. I think there's right. a sign we need to wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. One last big hitter, guys. Tell me, Anthony. Uh, what are you going to do now that this tournament is over? Now that this tournament is over? Well, since I have uh, my schedule fixed, 
uh i'm i'm gonna be training a lot more and and fucking trying to lose weight man because i've gained so much weight it's ridiculous so i'm gonna actually focus on training a lot more losing weight and you know getting in better shape overall how about you i am gonna fix the mistakes that i saw in the tournament and just keep pushing forward and learn i'm gonna try to implement more things into my game so yeah what are you frankie what is what's up with you i'm just gonna keep uh with the intermittent um keep losing weight that's one thing i noticed uh in my division that those four guys in my division so half of us look like uh like average people or average dads and the other half look like seven percent body fat (laughs) 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 so i was like um yeah it just doesn't make sense for me to carry this excess weight you know it's it it drags you down it's just more to carry so you're gonna go to seven no, I don't know about all that, <laughs> but I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna get down to the to ten to the next ten percent fat. He's he's to committed the, to ten percent fat. I'm getting down to the next weight category. Um, it was two twenty, two twenty one. Yeah. So are you saying that you want to lose weight to better yeah. your jujitsu game? Yeah, and and just health in general. I mean, but jujitsu is definitely a motivation. Uh-huh. It's a concrete. I mean, else people are not going to be able to call him Frankie Martinez, Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt. Yeah. What about you, Miguel? What are, what are your... Well, I want to hear Janet first. After the competition? Yeah. Well, how, what I'm going to work on? Well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm glad you asked. Thank you for asking. <laughs> well, I think I, what I really need to focus on is like trying to find more time in the week to actually like go work out or do some yoga because you know you get pretty you get a really good workout from doing yoga yeah yes for sure yes that's true it's insane i was sore for three days from that yoga session on saturday oh yeah we had a really hardcore yoga session on saturday that sounds very uh go on another thing i will not do uh, right before the tournament. Did you do yoga right before the tournament? You did yoga? The day before. The day before the tournament, I did I did yoga, and it was just like this really hippie guy. And he was just like, all right, guys, let's go ahead and start by putting our fingers to our third eye. And I was just like... <laughs> no. Was, 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 we did some really weird uh, shit. Was this at Black Swan? Yeah. yeah. I know exactly who you're yeah, talking no, about. I know exactly who it is. It was like this. Yeah, oh, yeah, was, two fingers up there. It yeah. was interesting. I actually liked it. No, oh yeah, and I was just like, Psst, uh, I thought I was gonna sweat, and then like as soon as like it was just like, all right, guys, we're gonna sweat a little, and uh, oh damn, I was sweating buckets. Buckets were coming down from my body into the my mat, and like it was crazy because like I, every step that I would make, it would make a. <laughs> and my hands would just like and then I would do down dog my hands would kind of slip because of how much sweat was going down yeah to the point where it looked like it was kind of soapy like <laughs> like it was just like what is going on anyways right afterwards right right after that I was like I don't have any aggression at all he was like I don't feel like fighting anymore I was like what <laughs> <laughs> okay don't fight and, and, and then I think that that carried over to the next day so I think we found the the I actually think that, that has a lot to we do with it. We found the problem. I can't, 
I can't. You can't do yoga the day before the tournament. No, I have to do the day the day before that day. No, you can't do you can't do yoga at all at the all. week. Yeah, that's like eating junk food. Don't the week before, it. no, you have to you have to find something that's gonna make you so angry and just give you so much pent up aggression oh, that you just. Shit. Have no choice but to take it out on your opponent. Hey, it helps. I I, I, I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fucking angry. That's not, not me, guys. But what I am gonna do after this tournament is go watch Shrek two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, Shrek one actually is so good. That any donkey scene is hilarious. <laughs> it's just in Spanish. In Spanish, Spani- you it have to watch to it in be, Spanish. It has yes. to be watched in Spanish. Watch Shrek Two in Spanish. Also, watch Shrek Two in Spanish with English subtitles. Also, don't forget to rate, subscribe, like our podcast on. Please English. share. Please share it. Please share, subscribe, and like the podcast. This has been a really fun one. And if you do not show your love, uh, this podcast is gonna die. And. Uh, you don't want us to die, do you? I thought so. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you guys. Uh, does anybody have anything in the closing? Yes. Don't watch Hereditary. Oh, watch Hereditary. It's no. a good no. movie. Such or a good no. movie. You want to watch it. Watch Hereditary and then watch Midsummer. Midsummer. Yep. And then Ooh. finish that night off with a with triple some... banger with Shrek 1 <laughs> in Espanol. In Espanol. I thought you were going to say do yoga. <laughs> <laughs> After Shrek. All right, guys. Let's get it going. Bye.